Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. This podcast is sponsored by the Old Calf Sirencester. For table bookings, reservations or further information, telephone 0756 839 6585 or 01285 651 484. This podcast is sponsored by Stoney's Restaurant and Bar in Sirencester. For great food and friendly atmosphere, check out www.stoneys.co. Also, you can telephone them on 01285 642006. Hello there, I'm Paul Shahidi, also known as the Reverend Francis Seaton in this country, and you're listening to WTAF. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to episode 11. And we're doing series one, episode three of series one. Oh, I'm not going to stop and do it again. That's fine. This is Oven Space. Yes. Yes, and that wonderful voice that you hear. Now, he is as passionate about pizza as Curtin and loves a laugh as much as Uncle Nugget. It's Neil, everyone. And loves a turkey dinosaur. Indeed. Do you like a turkey dinosaur? I haven't had a turkey dinosaur in ages. I used to like them. Yeah. Jamie Oliver ruined them for everyone, didn't he? Oh, that was turkey Turkey, turkey Twizzlers, yeah. Same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do like a turkey dinosaur. I'll stand by that. So you should. So we're here. This is um, episode three and an, another fan favourite. It I think, is. This, this is a big favourite with people. This this one is... To be fair, this is probably, to me, this episode has got originally what was the biggest laugh. Now, in the other episodes, I, when I first watched it, I may have missed bits and they became big laughs because I'd missed it before. This one, straight away, has got, to me, and we'll get to it eventually, you probably know what it is, the biggest laugh. And it, I couldn't stop laughing about it for days. 
afterwards and it was one of those things that you know when you saw the little clip of it on youtube you replay it because it would make you laugh all i say is blt yeah yeah now this is one of those episodes as well where it's 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 almost just a two-person yeah pretty much play. it's pretty it, much. it's a, it's a one scene play mm. um they obviously they cut sort of outside the house and every now and then not in the garden much, no and they they cut to um reverend francis for just you know 10 seconds probably not even that but the majority of the majority of it is in the kitchen um very much like a one act play just the two of them uh just chatting about shit and that's another one of those beautiful things about the device of having the mum yeah that it does that you can still be just the two of them there but they have this interaction with this yeah Crazy lady, which is a great interaction. Oh, absolutely, in this absolutely. Great I mean, she. This is where um, Sue really comes into her into her own, <laughs> doesn't she? Yeah. So we start off with the usual credits. Yeah. So we know all about that, and then we're outside Kerry's house and Kerry and Curtin. Um, and I had to put the I had to switch the um, subtitles on. Because I couldn't work out what the name was that they were shouting. They go, but they go, oi, Bumworth. Oh, yeah. Bumworth. They're filming us, look. They're filming us. He's a fucking twat. It's that bit where he, yeah, don't film him. He's a fucking twat. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I couldn't quite catch. I thought, well, they're not saying Bumworth. They can't do. They can't do. But that's exactly what they were saying. Bumworth. It was Bumworth. Was Bumworth, it? yeah. So, so maybe that's a character of a series, too. Yeah, possibly. Maybe Bumworth returns. Or maybe, but it might be the same. Don't film him. <laughs> no, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah, just one of those things where he's always mentioned but never seen. So they go inside Kerry's kitchen and Kerry is ill. Do you think that, that maybe Daisy was actually ill? If she wasn't, she bloody looked it <laughs> in the sense of the way she was sniffling. That, yeah. That was well done. But then that, not, not that they're related. Do you remember in the line of fire with Clint Eastwood? I he do. He had to play the second half of that with a cold. And he didn't have a cold, and he didn't know what to do, and they they sprayed stuff up his nose, which made him seem like he had a cold. So he'd become a bit bunged, and his eyes water and sniffling, and that's how they did it. So they might have done that with um, Daisy. See, now look, that's in in two episodes. So this is the difference between me and you. Mm. I compared Daisy to Osama bin Laden last week, <laughs> and you've compared Daisy to Clint, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. Yeah, I see. I'm nice. Yin and the Yang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, so they are waiting for the arrival of the infamous and mysterious Uncle Nugget. Yeah, this this has got a funny line. So Curtin had a banner made that simply read Justice. Justice, yeah. Or Just Ice, maybe. But, uh, yeah, so a very sort of very homemade thing. I was quite glad that it wasn't... that it was spelt correctly. Yeah. Because I think that might have been a cheap laugh. It would have been too easy, yeah. yeah. To maybe add I-S-E mm. at the end or something. See, that shows the genius that they are, because that's what I would have done if I was writing yeah, it. Yeah, I have to admit, I'd have been tempted not to. Right, Because okay. I think it would have been too obvious a joke. See, Bin Laden, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yin and yang. Yin and yang. Is it yin and yang or yin and yang? Yin, isn't it? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Email know. us and let us know if it's yin or ying. It I've might, always it, said yin and yang. I think it might be yin, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind, moving on. Ah, Bin Laden, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Kerry gives us the story that on March the 13th, 2009, he was wrongly incinerated for having a laugh. <laughs> yeah, incinerated. That made me laugh. And then Curtin just finished that off with incarcerated, yeah. sort of under his breath. So the question I asked on this while I was watching this was, who holds the upground when it comes to the brains? Because 
I, I do feel it's a little bit like Laurel and Hardy, where they're both as they're both as sort of clueless as each other. But one seems to have a little bit more of the brains. Now, I, I think it's Curtin yeah, because I'll, he's the one in the later episode, which obviously is called GNVQ, that, goes that looks to break away. Yeah. Whereas Kurt, Kerry seems to be quite happy with mm. her lot and happy with how things are. She obviously lives in a bit of a delusional world because she thinks that everybody is frightened of her, that she's the hardest yeah. person in the village. But it did strike me to sort of think. Is it is it a case like I think with like with Laurel and Hardy? I, I do I do like to compare them mm. for some reason. I don't know why. I don't think it's meant in any other way apart from the fact of for the comedic stuff. But Hardy always thinks that he's the superior to to Laurel, doesn't he? Yeah. But he's just as stupid as as Laurel, and I'm wondering whether or not Curtin is the same. But you think that Curtin is actually... I just think he's got that little bit... I don't think... I don't know whether he's cleverer, but he has more... He seems to have more knowledge on what's the right way. So, like, the incinerated and incarcerated. Mm. But then we all make mistakes like that, don't we? Yeah, yeah. But it's just the GMVQ episode. Obviously, we're jumping way ahead now. But that made me feel that Curtin's got that little bit more about him. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Uh, it was just a, a question that I wanted to ask. This is a mighty fine question. Well, thank you very much. Um, and today, Uncle Nugget is being released, so they're having a justice party. Yeah. Uh, Kerry tells us the uh, Uncle Nugget story, that Uncle Nugget ran onto a bus at bus Swindon bus station, yeah. uh, driving around the roundabout for four hours. and uh, the, the passengers. <laughs> so they go back to the kitchen, and they said, 12 out of the 20 passengers find it funny. <laughs> and it was tears of laughter in court, because he just does things for a laugh. Um, I'm not sure. Who is the guy that plays Uncle Nugget? I have Nugget? no idea, but he looks recognisable. Yeah. But I have no idea. We'll no. have to. We'll ask them. We'll have to have a look. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we get Reverend Francis. The only time we see Reverend Francis in the episode, basically saying that Uncle Nugget um, Steve, as his name is, uh, doesn't worry about the example that he sets for Kerry. Uh, we see a series of photographs with Kerry and Curtin and Uncle Nugget, and it's a series of photos. Almost not not like a Flickr book, but no. they watch so, so show three or four photos. And each one, Uncle Nugget's hand is getting closer around Curtin's throat, throat to yeah. the final one he's got him by the scruff of the neck. <laughs> that I thought was really funny. Uh, then we go to the kitchen, um, where they've set up uh, We Were Only Having a Laugh campaign. Kerry and Curtin and the family... Kerry and Curtin are the only ones in the family to stick by him, and Auntie Pat absolutely hates Uncle Nugget. Now, I think we've all got an uncle that's like that, don't you think? Possibly. Used to. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Say no more, say no more. Is he even excommunicated yeah. from him? Or did you make him get him disappeared or something? No, I think it was... Uh, no, let's not go into Okay, it, no, let's yeah. not, let's not. So Sue McLow, her dulcet tones... Yes. ...comes uh, down the uh, stairs to hide the jewellery. Um, Kerry has hid it in the plant pot outside, and she goes, no, that's where he had it from last time. <laughs> And bring the cricket bat up from yeah, the shed. It. Isn't it the hammer? No, it's the cricket bat to start with. Yeah. Uh, and then Kerry says that, um, oh, no, we got rid of that ages ago, so bring the hammer from the toolbox. And she takes the saucepan. And then she's, she grabs a saucepan because she doesn't know where the, the hammer is. Um, Going on to Curtin now. Curtin says that the the last time that he was around, they went to the keepers. That's it, got um, trolled. Yeah, so they got absolutely smashed and... Uh, 
Uncle Nugget frog marched Curtin to the cash point, got £200 out of the cash <laughs> point, spent it on acid and knives and a roasting joint. Yeah. <laughs> which he ended up stabbing with the knives. <laughs> uh, it was a laugh. He said it was a mad night. He said probably same again tonight. So I'll probably leave the bank card here though. Another great bit of like a great little tag on the it end is, of that episode. It is. At the end of that. But that tells you tells you sort of everything you need to know. Because the one thing about the, I mean, again, they're only what twenty three, twenty four minutes. These episodes, aren't they? Yeah, this one's actually quite a, a bit shorter. I think it's only like twenty one. Yeah, twenty minutes. Is this it? One. Yeah. And I've always thought when you, whenever I've written something, it's always over long. Mm. You know, if it's a song. Yeah. Or lyrics. But they do say you start long and then edit down to get the finer points in. It is, but it's. <sighs> I would love to see the script. A, a script, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a first draft of a script. That these guys have written to see mm. what kind of stuff they they trim away, yeah, to get to the the nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Yeah, very good. Like it. So Kerry then says that Auntie Linda married Uncle Nugget, and there's like a faked family photo where they've oh yeah his face. I put on here that he looks like something out of Lord of the Rings. Well, it just looks really morphed onto yeah. something, doesn't it? Yeah, the other the woman looks. Yeah. Normal, but like they've done something to his face. It doesn't quite look right. Um, Kerry Carazon says uh, they had a good marriage till he went to Ikea and lost instructions for flat pack furniture. Said she stole them. Oh, he said that she stole them because he's very paranoid and she was making him have Alzheimer's moving his belongings. <laughs> so he's obviously a very paranoid. Yeah. I mean, this again looks to me, it's a, a family trait. It's that kind of, it's almost like, is that what Kerry uh, Curtin's going to? Turn, turn into you know yeah it's it's got that sort of undertone but also with this one where, whereas we're laughing along you sort of heard about people like this and know people like this and they've got almost like a dark undertone to yeah. it isn't it a very dark undertone to it because nobody else wants him released and everybody thinks he's a psycho but these two love him but again at the moment. I, I know people that are like that somebody that you always say that you would rather have as a friend than an enemy, an enemy yeah that that you know you know that Whatever you say to them, if you say something wrong or you look at them wrong, mm. they can flip. They can flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which, yes, it's funny when it's over there. Yeah, but, but even then, it's scary when you see them kicking off that unpredictability. Yeah. Uh, Curtin goes on about, oh yeah, we'd be laughing, 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 and then suddenly he'll stop at what you're laughing at and say what are you laughing at. That's the bit that I can... Yeah, I that's, that's people the... That I know. Um, like, good... If you want to compare it to things which we have been doing, Goodfellas. Yeah. You know, funny, funny... Joe ad. Pesci, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyway, Curtin and the pizza. Yes. Now, he's obviously hungry. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's paid for this out of his birthday money, money bless him. Money, chuckle, yeah. <laughs> and, um, obviously, Kerry wants a slice of the pizza... Um, but Curtin's saying, well, no, no, go and buy your own pizza. And she's obviously got no money, but she's got a job where she babysits people's pets. Yeah, the pet sitter. Pet sitter, yeah. How's that going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So you've got Kerry and Curtin outside the house, and uh, and then Curtin is talking about when they go to the pub. That's right. So this is another one of those real world things that you that that might be a pet hate of yours. Mm, that uh, is, not yours, no, you no, personally, but, but I'm talking about uh, yours as a 
as a whole. A generalisation, yeah. That you open up crisps and then you open them up for everybody to share when they're your yeah, crisps. When, yeah, Kerry opens up his crisps for everybody to share when it was specifically bought for him to eat on his own. Indeed. And then when he, they put 50p in the it box... Which I'm not sure. Hitbox. What it... I think it's one of these quiz machines, isn't it? Ah, right. Because okay. they talk, and then if you listen, that you Where it get plays 15 pub quiz. Se- yeah. yeah. And you said your clammy fingers are pressing Mel C, Mel C, um, which it clearly states which is not a Spice Girl. So another great bit of writing there. And then just a great smack on the back of the head. I know, that's a hell of a clown. <laughs> to me, if you look at it, and I watch this bit over and over again about five times, I don't know if. Charlie knew that that was coming, right? Because that, that great that, reaction, that is, and that is great acting mm. because he looks he looks genuinely pissed off. Um, but Kerry immediately says, "Sorry, I don't know why I did that." And so that's the flip of mm. last week's episode where they've both got this latent anger. violence yeah, and yeah, anger yeah, yeah, inside yeah. them that that I don't know. I mean, do the majority of I never. Well, I don't know whether I did. I feel that when I was. No, I mean, we all have the teenage angst and anger in that sense, don't we? But no, I think it's it's obviously because obviously you absorb what's going on around you. So if you're you, you're, you know, if you think about your nuggets, your mandies, all those that they think about your nuggets. <laughs> yeah, think about your nuggets and your mandies. But if you think about those sort of people, and if you're brought up around them all the time, it's going to become the norm. Yeah. So that sort of anger is going to instill in you at some stage, isn't it? And yeah. And that's probably where all that is. I mean, Mandy in the last episode did say about Sue being the mum being handy in a bar mm. fight. So. So it's part of it. Yeah. So Kerry's looking for food, um, and Sue shouts down uh, that. Um, for looking after Carol's hamster. So thank you very much. Oh, she just phoned to say, Carol said, thank you very much for looking after the hamster while they were in Guernsey, uh, being sarcastic. Um, and Kerry goes, oh, shit, I forgot. Um, and <laughs> now she owes her a new, a new hamster. hamster. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Curtin says, business is going well then, Kerry. Yeah. Um, Kerry gets the turkey dinosaurs. Then we go into the logistics of the oven. So and The top shelf. And this was another great bit of acting um, when Curtin starts going on about the fact that he eats pizzas from the inside, inside out. Now, I was trying to think about this. So you must eat it with a knife and fork? Yes. Right, Which gonna... is against the law, really. I think yeah, pizza I'd, you just, you pick, just up. pick up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've never thought about it. Mm. Unless you were to fold it in half and hold it up and then eat it. Uh, you're not um, really... Maybe. It's still an edge, isn't it? It's not inside... Well, no, you're still. Eat- you're, I suppose you are eating it from the inside out because you're not touching the crust. Mm. If you, if you fold it in half, so it's it's almost like a calzone. Calzone or a calzone, however you want to think. Yin and yang. <laughs> Zoni. Um, yeah. So he gets very passionate about how he eats pizza. Yeah, um, very passionate. And it's not the basic slice system. That's why I get so funny at Pizza Hut. And Curtin gets emotional. He, he's crying when he's talking yeah. about a pizza. And it, the one thing about Curtin you know is that he gets passionate about things. They may be weird things, you know, at the Scarecrow mm. Festival um, or Rob Robinson um, or or pizza, but he does it's care a about things. He's passion, doesn't he? He, just, he does care about but things. But also, this, also, when you watch it, could allude to something that's happened previously to make him that way. 
So the characters that he, I mean, I'm just summarising, but the characters that he may have met along the way, whether it be your uncle Nugget or anything, made him eat a pizza like that, and he can't do it any other way because of, of what happened at that time. Maybe. Yeah, um, deep. <laughs> yeah, we are getting deep. Um, so Kerry goes on about uh, one Christmas um, when Uncle Nugget wanted to watch Chicken Run. Yeah. Um, and he punched a hole in the turkey. And a ladle of bread sauce went, uh, I think, all over her mum, was it? Yeah, that's it. Um, and so the following year, they bought him Chicken, chicken run, run on DVD, TV. and he didn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was a classic little bit. Uh, Kerry and Kurt, and then um, they, uh, they called Uncle Nugget. Uh, a, this is great. This a bit. long story. <laughs> it's just, it was a fact that it was this just so fantastical story of how Uncle Nugget got his name Uncle Nugget. Cutting off the thumb in a nightclub, throwing it away, and then some drunk bloke or... Pissed spe- up reveller thought it was a chicken, chicken nugget. nugget. And then that's when Kerry said, no, it's not, you're lying. You're a compulsive liar, aren't you? Yeah, I do do. <laughs> well, she says, no, it's because his second name is Nuggins. Yeah. She said, what the hell is all that you're talking about? Because you are a compulsive liar. And he, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do do that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's she the way went. he just goes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I just, I do do that. So that was great. Um, then we have some more text up on the screen that says one of the biggest influences on criminal behaviour is having a family member who has spent time in prison. Rural areas can suffer from higher rates of reoffending due to lack of support services for young offenders. Hmm. Kerry and Curtin, um, they start, Kerry goes on about the injustices. Um, <laughs> when she goes into the village shop, Mrs. Wicks is always following Mrs. her. Wee- Wee- uh, Wicks, yeah, yeah, Mrs. Wicks follows her like a stale guff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I think is great. Yeah. Um, because she thinks she's going in to nick something. And then Curtin's going, yeah, but you, you are, are going yeah. in to nick something. She goes, well, yeah, but she doesn't have to follow me around, does she? Because that makes it harder. And Carrie, and Curtin says, so you you want Mrs. Wicks to stop following you around? And she says, yeah, that would make my life easier if she was to do that, yes. You basically want her to stop following you around so you can shoplift. Yeah, yeah. that would make my life easier, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was very good. Um, then we get the ass wipes. This, oh, another great line. Another great comedy moment from Sue. So it's uh, basically uh, Sue and uh, Kerry. So Sue shouts down. Ass wipes. <laughs> but it's Kerry, what? Kerry, what? And it's, uh, I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, it's gone again. <laughs> Ass wipes. <laughs> and uh, <coughs> then I love the bit because she can't bother with it anymore, so she flicks on the TV and MasterChef's on there and they're, yeah. talk, they're talking about all this. fancy sauces and all this sort of stuff and the look of confusion on both their faces. But then they sort of, oh, yeah, look, look she ain't happy with that, is she? bit of like a goggle box kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, not, not that I watch goggle box, but th- those sort of confusions where they're, oh, yeah, she don't like that. Look, she's not going to be happy with that. Um, but then it, turn it off, it's making me hungry. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, this is another question, because uh, the next bit then, um, Curtin is looking through uh, the window, waiting for Uncle Nugget. Yeah. And uh, says that Grumps is taking four hours to drive from Gloucester. Do they ever actually mention... The name of the village. Do they ever actually no, say that it's no, North Leach? No, no. Right, because obviously it's... They just say a, a village, because obviously they got fictional elements, because there's no pub in the, in North Leach no, called the Keepers. No, but they have... 
Like, like they've obviously mentioned Swindon, and mm. they mentioned Gloucester, and they mention other villages, and they mention, but they don't mention Cerny Wick, South Cerny, North Cerny, but they don't actually say where no. they're situated, do they? Right. I just wanted to make sure that was the case. So, um, yeah. So they're talking about the fact that Grumps is a very slow driver, <laughs> and if he sees another car, he pulls over until the road is completely clear, clear both he ways. Gets five miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um. This is, and then we start talking about the monkeys. I know. So this is another one of those. It's it's got nothing to do with the story. It's just a fantastic bit of writing. A documentary. Yeah, where it's the monkey in space and the head bursts like a grape. So they got another monkey, but they never taught him how to steer the <laughs> steer. ship. So we ended Still up spinning around, being lost. Space. And then Sue starts shouting down, and her and Curtin, uh, and he finishes off by saying, "You stupid old bat." Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, Kerry goes upstairs, and then Curtin swaps the trays over, so then his pizza is now on the top shelf yep. where he wanted it originally. Then he pretends to leave and then comes back. Um, and this is when Curtin goes on about... Uh, Get it to say tomorrow. No, he puts putting on the sandals. Oh, yes, so he, this uh, is the bit where... Um... Yeah, watching Kerry's mum put on the sandals. I um, can't remember the exact line now. He, I can't remember the name that he called. He he had a specific name for the sandals, wasn't it? No, he just said, "Ah, oh. yeah." I I, I didn't yeah. I didn't make any notes of that, but yeah. So we get a little bit of a description of what what she looks She's like. like. I can't remember what he said now about putting the sandals on. Yeah. Um. Then we go to uh, Kerry and Curtin again, and Sue and Curtin tells Kerry, "Can you get your mum to say tomato?" This is just my moment. Seriously, my moment. It's just so funny. So funny. It's the way she goes around not answering it. Well, you can have chicken <laughs> yeah. in it. Some people have... You have bacon, lettuce, and some people have chicken. Um, but the you, you look at Daisy, you look at Kerry. It's fantastic because she is pissing herself laughing. Mm. So I'd love to know again how they... Do they... I can't remember what... Nibsy said they record her they saying it first. That, yeah, and then we were playing it, so she heard it. Right. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. So I, they I, could hear it. Because that's a clever bit of editing, then. Mm. How they do that. But it's just because she is. She's genuinely looks like she's wetting herself. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but then, as that's finishing, she's she she finishes laughing, and she's got this somber look on her face, where she says, "I can't stop thinking about that monkey." I know. <laughs> and Kerry, and, and yeah. Curtin goes, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> and then Curtin has this fantastic line, which um, I think be, is part of what I'll be playing a little bit later. Um, it says that, you know, well, I can't look up at the, the, at the stars, because when I see a star, he said, I just think that's a spacecraft with monkey <laughs> bones in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> um, Kerry goes on about the monkey with sign language and that... The, was six months and it was all about left the kids in the jungle. Yeah. Um, that's just a really, really clever, it is clever very, little bit because it is the sort of genuine chat people have, isn't it? Yeah, if you think about it, yeah, when you go off on your tangents of your conversations, well, we've done that how oh, many times oh, every day, <laughs> every day. Um, Curtin uh, then goes on about how he doesn't like Uncle Nugget, um, but obviously doesn't want Kerry to know that he doesn't like Uncle Nugget. And then Curtin steals the cheese from the fridge. Yes, just subtly trying. And then, and then slaps Kerry across the head. But, but it's when, before... when he says, what's that in your hand? He brings out the wrong hand. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> but he says sorry to, to Kerry, I think. He does, he? When yeah. he slaps her on the, around the head. But then Kerry grabs Curtin's head and tells him to say sorry. 
and there's a standoff then. Um, him holding the cheese, he's, about to eat it, and she's going to throw the glass. She's got vase. the glass vase, yeah. So it's a, it's like a Mexican standoff, uh, and then he basically drops the cheese into his mouth, and she throws the the vase. I know. And um, but then that's not really because she doesn't hit him with the the vase. It's her vase. Yeah, she's going to have to clean it up. So she didn't really follow that one through, I don't think. Which I don't think. It's just another point, like we made before, of the anger. Although, Carrie. she does get the, the last laugh. Yeah. Because... The uh, the pizza comes out the oven. <laughs> and the pizza Well, the is, mum shouts down and says, Something's says it, burning! That's right. And the pizza's burnt. And, uh, the nuggets are fine. And Curtin comes up. Kerry says, well, it's cooked evenly burnt. Um, want a turkey dinosaur? And Curtin goes, oh, can I? And she goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> and just starts like, tucking into the, the turkey dinosaur. And then Curtin gets a phone call from a nan, from his nan saying that his tea's, tea's ready. ready which so is, he just pops off. He doesn't really give a, a shit. great line. Yeah. Great um, line. And then Kurt, uh, Kerry is just left there sort of breaking bits off of her turkey dinosaurs, just going saying Uncle Nugget will make great TV. You know, you wait, you wait. Mm. And uh, and then we get some um, captions. Captions at the end where it says Steve Uncle Nugget Nuggins never arrives at Kerry's house. That night he was arrested after wielding a samurai sword in a local Tesco metro. <laughs> in his defence, Nuggins said that he was only having a laugh. He was sentenced to two years. Ah <laughs> uh, oh, dear. You see this this rates highly for an episode for me. Really does rate highly. Again, it's just it's sweet writing in there. There's some sweet moments, but also very funny. And also very relevant to what you know or everybody knows. So whether you, you're arguing sibling rivalry over over a top shelf or whatever it is, yeah. Right, so once again, I asked um, for a few people if they want to give me their best moments. So we have Neil Studd. Um, Not me. Although, no, I've heard that you are a stud. Wow, mm. wow, wow. This is Neil Studd with two Ds. Okay. Neil Studd. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much, Neil. Uh, not you. Uh, Neil, I'm talking to yeah. Neil Studd. Sorry, have I gone over the... <laughs> no, you're fine. No, fine. I, I get it. That's fine. Okay, uh, so this was the bit that he uh, thought was really good. On March the 13th, 2009, our Uncle Nugget was wrongly incinerated for having a laugh. Can't say. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. So we did talk about that a little bit earlier on. Uh, on Instagram, uh, Nadia P 79 said her cry of perfect as she gets the turkey dinosaurs out of the oven. Oh, I wrong can't... one. <laughs> that one. What the... No! <laughs> <laughs> um... And uh, Deb Small, This Country Fan 2017. Oh, yeah. Oh, Deb, the quiz winner, uh, said the monkey talk. Well, I haven't got all of it, so I've got a little bit of it. I can't stop thinking about that monkey. Yeah, same. They went through hundreds of them in the 60s. And now, every time I see a really bright star in the sky, I can't wish on it. Because in my head, I'm thinking, that's probably just a spacecraft with some monkey bones in it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, on Twitter, at... Now, I'm not sure exactly whether... I think it's E the Real Me. Or Ethereal Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just put Justice. So I think it's the banner uh, of Justice. Yeah, yeah. Um, And Michael Thomas sent us a little uh, message saying, thanks for making this podcast. It's great. Oh, bless him. Thank you very much. Uh, for my favourite moment from Oven Space is when the pizza is burnt and Kerry looks so smug as she says, it's just evenly burnt. 
The look of pure delight on her face as she watches Curtain in Meltdown is genius. <laughs> I suppose so, nobody said tomorrow. Uh, somebody did, but I didn't uh, get their name, so I apologise. Uh, but we did say that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, which is probably the greatest, uh, still the funniest moment it, to me. It, it's just one of the funniest moments ever. I still chuckle every time I think. Indeed. So that's half the series we've done now. Wow, three more episodes to go. Three more episodes to go. Now, I don't know whether it's going to... The way that... Because obviously we normally do this podcast every other week. Mm. And because we want to get these episodes out before series two... Well, even if they overrun, it will be a little while before we do series two. Because obviously we'll all watch series two first before we start doing these. Indeed. So, yeah, it'll it'll all fit in nicely. It will. So... Please come along. We uh, have a Patreon page now. Yes. So it's uh, patreon.com forward slash WTAF. We have some fantastic rewards for only a few dollars. It's all in dollars uh, as it's an American Sorry. thing. But it's all th- money that will help us to keep this podcast going. Uh, because thanks to you for you listening and subscribing and reviewing, um, it's costing us a bit of money to do it. It's costing us more. It's basically, <laughs> you you're helping us cover the cost to keep doing the podcast. Indeed. We weren't expecting to um, for it to be so big so quick. Mm. So thank you very much for that. Um, if there's any way that you can um, help us out, it would be a massive thanks. So it's... A uh, massive thanks and a massive help. Absolutely. Absolutely. So patreon.com forward slash WTAF... Uh, come and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WTAF This Country. And also, you can email us. Come and email us with your favourite bits of episode four, which is King of the Nerds. King of the Nerds. King of the Nerds. So come and uh, give us all your information, what you think is the best bit of King of the Nerds, and uh, you may get a shout out on that episode. And email us, wtafthiscountry at hotmail.com. Uh, and you can also go to our website, which is pancast.co.uk, for just information on the, the, this website, on, on this podcast, and plenty of other podcasts and fun things that we get up to. Absolutely. Tomato! Tomato! So that's it. That's it, yeah. So thank you very much, Neil. Oh, it's been a pleasure coming in again. <laughs> As an ongoing you're almost, joke. You're almost like a regular guest. Ah, uh, if only I were. Yes. And if you do happen to like this, maybe you'd like to listen to our other stuff that we do. On a Thursday night, we do our Pancast show. Yeah. Where Neil is the host of that. It's oh, a, I do. It's a weekly radio-type radio show. radio show. That can be a little bit not safe for work sometimes. You know, we do get a little bit racy on there sometimes. But it's a lot of fun. We play a lot of games have a lot of fun characters. It's all about having a laugh and it's... making your week a relaxing one, if you know what Something I mean. Something like that. To make help you unwind and put a light <laughs> step in your spring. Light spring in your step. That'll do. There you go. And, uh, and then on a Wednesday, we also do our weekly Star, Star Wars, Wars one. Uh, That's No Moon. Uh, which is uh, news. And That's comp- No Moon. It's a podcast. Thank you. Yeah, I was getting there. Which is news of the Star Wars movie universe and also conversations of what's already been. So please Indeed. Do so we've got everything. All the information's on our website, pancast.co.uk. So that is it for episode three of series one, which is episode 11. In our ongoing. In our <laughs> ongoing. <laughs> it all makes sense. It, it, if you look at it sensibly, it makes sense. It does. Thanks, Neil. Thank you very much, Pav. And we'll see you all again next week for episode four of series one. Now go get plumbed, you fuckers! Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. 
daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Pavel. Hey. Are you tired of listening to generic, boring radio podcasts? Boring. That's good. Want to put a bit of fun back in your Thursdays? Fun. Good work, you were long. <laughs> so why not join us and Kelly and Jen? Naturally. For an hour of sometimes NSFW fun and frolics. Could you mug a pug? That's yeah. the real question. No, you can never mug a pug. No. You can mug one off. <laughs> Including the UK top ten movies. Third highest grossing movie of the year. The year is. Kelly's G Spot. Oh. Jen's Challenge. Jen, 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 Challenge, 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 Challenge. And also featuring Barry Gibbs Health Tips. There's nothing on TV on Thursdays anymore, so come and entertain your ears. You're funny. With the Pancast Show. Phenomenal. Check us out at pancast.co.uk or you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher or other podcast apps. It's all right. Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.